Hello, my good friends. Mike Shreve here, founder and head troublemaker of the No Pants Project. You are listening to episode 57 of the No Pants Show. Today, we're going to be talking about how to become an email copywriter. Two reasons that we're going to be doing that is one, in the next couple of days, we're going to be launching our email academy program which is essentially the past 10 years of my life (laughs) condensed down into a bunch of templates and very quick training, uh, which will teach people how to get email copywriting clients, so being able to write emails for clients, as well as give you the templates to actually write those emails and do a really, really good job. So we're excited to be launching that. That's coming out here in the next couple days. If you're on our email list, you'll get notifications. You might even see stuff on the social media as well for uh, getting access to that program. Number two, and this is perhaps more important of, of, of a reason for creating this podcast episode, and that is email has been, without a doubt, the single most important driver and lever in my ability to create income ever since I went into business for myself. So ever since I started my freelancing company and my freelancing business, I would get clients through email. Uh, Ever since I started the No Pants Project, we would make sales and grow our business through email. So for me, everything's always been about email. Uh, Even my fiction business, which really the main engine of sales in my fiction business is Amazon and Amazon's ability to sell books. I use email, so my email list and my fiction readers, to put my books and rank them high in Amazon. For those interested, um, basically what I do is I have a launch sequence, and we'll talk about launch sequences here in a second. Launch sequence, it gets a lot of people really excited to go buy my books all at once. That, that bumps my rankings up very high. I'm very visible in the Amazon. Typically, I'll get in the top 10 for my categories whenever I launch a book. And everybody who is shopping for books in that moment, they see me as a top 10 book. They buy my book, and Amazon continues to sell. So even in the one business where I have the least amount of control, email still helps me to take advantage of, and for lack of a better word, use the algorithm, the Amazon algorithm, in my uh, in my favor. So I am really passionate about email. Uh, email is, for me, the thing that allowed me to remain who I am, which is an introverted person, uh, and still make the same amount of money as somebody who's very extroverted, somebody who doesn't mind speaking on stage, or somebody who doesn't mind going to seminars and networking events and all these sorts of things. I've never spoken on stage. I don't go to networking events. Uh, If I ever do go to a seminar type thing where I'm in the audience, I never go to their like getting to know you activity, right? I sit in the back and I sneak out the back when it's done. Yet email has allowed me to earn the same amount of money as many of those quote unquote famous people online. Uh, dollar for dollar, we're, you know, I'm doing just as well as they am. It's because of email, okay? So we're going to be talking today about the five major disciplines of email so that you can take a peek at to see basically how much you earn, who you would be working with if you were to sort of um, wanted to do this for clients. And I'm just going to go for as long as I can. This, this, I don't even know how long this training is going to be. I just want to info dump and give you as much information about becoming an email copywriter, knowing that my email academy program will teach you how to write these emails and how to get these specific clients. So let's go ahead and talk now about the five major disciplines. They are as follows, product launches, autoresponder campaigns, email newsletters, daily emails, and B2B sales emails. Let's start with product launch emails. Now, this is a type of email, it's usually a series of emails that you will write for clients in which your job as a email copywriter is to take whatever the client wants, whatever their product is that they want to launch. So this could be an e-commerce store. Maybe they have a new brand of shoe coming out. This could be someone like the No Pants Project. Maybe we have a new program coming out. If you're on my email list this next week, you're going to see a bunch of product launch emails as we launch the uh, Email Academy program. Maybe 
you have a client or you want to do this for yourself, you have a new service coming up. Maybe you have a new Facebook ad service or you have a new whatever sort of new product or a product that you sort of do the, the, the Disney thing where you put it in the vault and then you release it again and you put it back in the vault and you release it again. If that is the way that your potential client or you yourself want to make sales, there's lots of advantages to it, which we'll talk about in a second. If that's how you want to make sales, then the product launch email series is really the best tool for selling that thing. And it's very, very simple. Here's how you do it. You First off, you need like a sales page or a webinar or something. And as an email copywriter, you don't really have to worry about that, right? Somebody else will write that. That's really the big selling mechanism. Your role as an email copywriter is really to drive traffic, to drive eyeballs to the sales assets that have been created. And there's things that you can do like something called pre-framing, which is to get people in a certain state of mind so that when they land on that sales page, they, they're landing it in the right mood with the right intention. There's things you can use like curiosity, like make people very curious. Oh my gosh, what's this email about? Well, I need to go see what this present, the sales presentation is about, what the, the sales letter is about. So there's all sorts of tools that you can use. But when it comes to a product launch email sequence, it's very, very simple. One, you get people very excited beforehand. Hey, this really cool thing is coming. We have the email academy program. It's on its way. Here's what it's going to do. Here's what it's all about. Then you announce the launch. You say, hey, the product is for sale. Then over the next couple of days, you give reasons why somebody would want to buy it. Then maybe it's a four-day launch window or a five-day launch window or a seven-day launch window. At the end of that launch window, you simply say something like this. You say, hey, you know what? We're closing tomorrow. Here's reasons why you should buy it before we close. Then you send some emails about when it's closed, and that's it. <laughs> so it can be anywhere from 14 to, to 10 to 21 different emails that you'll write. Now, Here's the beautiful thing about being an email copywriter who writes product launches. One, when people put in an order for email from you, you're looking at 10, 14, 21 different emails. That's awesome and that's amazing. At $150 to $300 an email, which is typically what you'll charge per email, so $150 an email is the low end, $300 for a product launch email is kind of on the higher-ish end. You're starting to get into um, A-list style, A-list level copywriting. But for an average, you know, just sort of getting started, workman's level, journeyman level style copywriter, $150 to $300 per email is average. That adds up, right? So 21 times 300 is $6,000 for something that each email typically takes you about half an hour, right? So you can do the math on that. Not a lot of work, but a lot of profit. But what's really, really great about these product launch uh, email sequences is that nine times out of 10, most of the work has already been done for you. So if you are using these to sell something from a webinar, right? So your client has a webinar that someone wrote or they wrote it themselves and you're simply writing the emails to get people to the webinar. Well, uh, all the information's in the webinar, <laughs> which is really, really fun and really great for those who are sort of newer to the uh to the world of product launches. So all the sales angles, all the ideas, all the reasons for showing up, you don't have to really come up with a lot of ideas. But what is the sort of the, the really great thing about product launch emails is that when you are working with a client, they stand to generate a significant amount of money very, very quickly. And this is something that's very important for you to understand as a service provider. It doesn't matter whether you're going to do email copy or not. If it takes a long time for people to see a return on their investment from your work, right? Even if that return on investment is huge, maybe let's say that when they pay you $1,000, 
Over the course of three years, they'll make back $10,000. So it's a 10 to one return on investment. But because it takes three years, you shrink the pool of individuals who are financially capable of making an investment that doesn't pay out for three years. There's just not that many people who can put up a bunch of money and then wait three years for that money to come back. Most businesses are like a month or two away from bankruptcy, right? Meaning like they're, they're constantly struggling every month just to pay the bills, okay? So that's very, very important to know. Very, very important to understand that, that is, that's real, that that's an actual, that's actually how most of the world of business is operating at this moment. But with a product launch, the way that it's structured, they hire you, let's say it takes you a week to write 21 emails, okay? That's three emails a day, that's an hour and a half of work a day over seven days, okay? That's not, a, that's, I don't know, I don't know about you, but working an hour and a half a day, <laughs> even if it's a, getting paid $150 an email, that's still $450 a day for seven days in a row. That ain't too bad. Keep that up for enough days in, in a month and you're making $10,000 a month, okay? But, so it takes you seven days, let's just say, because you've got other stuff going on and whatever. Hour and a half a day, seven days, at the end of that week, if they start plugging those emails in immediately, because of the way a product launch works where you, you say, hey, hurry and buy it within these seven days, and you run lots of traffic and you run to the email list and all this kind of stuff, then what ends up happening is they make a lot of money within the next seven days. So their return on investment, even if it's not 10 to 1, even if it's five to one or three to one, where they pay you, let's say $10,000 to write all the emails or whatever the number is, let's just keep it simple. And then over the course of seven days, they have a $30,000 launch. Well, they just made a three to one ROI, so they get a pocket $20,000. And they did it in seven days. That, as something you can offer to clients means, number one, they love you to death, right? <laughs> I mean, when we launch Email Academy, you're going to see one of our students um, use some of the email templates that, I've that, are, that I'm going to be providing you in the program, and she was able to help her client make more than $100,000 in seven days. So obviously, that client loves her, right? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you love somebody who is able to make you that kind of money as well? So the great thing about product launches is that to the client, they feel like really, really profitable, okay? So that as a service provider is something that's really good to have in your pocket as something you can offer. You know, if you're having a conversation with a client and the client's like, I just don't have the money to pay you this next month. Instead of saying, well, gosh darn, I guess I lost this client. You say, why don't we run a product launch? Heck, why don't we even do this? I'll write the emails for you up front for free, and then for the money we make, you pay me on the back end. Because we know it's only gonna take me a couple days to write them, and then seven days later, you'll make the money. So having this skill allows you, in a lot of ways, to A, keep your clients, but also B, just quick wins for your clients, right? It's like, hey, let's get, some, let's get a product launch in here, let's make some money, which is really, really fun to do. All right, so that's the first one, product launch. The kind of clients that you'll be working with is basically anybody who sells anything online because they all can run a product launch style. In the program, we'll talk about there's PLF style product launches, there's webinar product launches, there's evergreen webinars, there's um, flash sale launches. So there's lots of different types of product launches depending on the needs of your client. But just in general, know that that's one of the disciplines is a product launch. It's a quick spike of income. All right, number two, uh, the, uh, the, the discipline number two, which I love, just I love having in my business, but I love creating for other people as well. This is what I talked about earlier. It's a longer ROI, okay, for the client, meaning it will take them a little while to make this money back, but the ROI is gonna be significantly higher, and it is called autoresponder campaigns. They're also known as drip campaigns. Now, let me see if I can explain this without having to draw something for you, because I can't, because we're on a podcast. But basically, let's say that somebody signs up for an email list, okay? They put their email in, they're joining, you know, they're getting something for free, 
and they're receiving emails, okay? Now, there's two ways to send an email to somebody who's on an email list. One is called a broadcast, and that's basically when, like, you wake up in the morning, you say, I'm going to send everybody an email. You write the email, and then you send it out to them, okay? And it's basically live email writing, okay? You could, if something happens in the morning, you could send out an email in the afternoon and say, you know, talk about that thing that happened, okay? Hey, the, the so-and-sos won the Super Bowl. Wow, wasn't that amazing? Wasn't it, it rained today? Wasn't that crazy? All right, so something like that. That's a broadcast. The other type of email is the autoresponder email. And that is an email that you write one time and you set in an automated process so that it is sent out every time someone signs up for your email list. Okay, now let's think this through. Somebody signs up for an email list and they're sent an email automatically that was written a year ago. And then they get another one that was written a year ago and another one and another one. Now, obviously, when you write these emails, you don't date it like December 7th, 1999, right? (laughs) You don't date them like that. There's a way to write them called evergreen, which is to say they will always be timely because you don't focus on events. You focus on the emotions of of being a human being. But what you do is with these autoresponder campaigns is you could take everything your client has for sale. Okay, let's say they have multiple products, multiple services, and write emails so that every couple of days in the automated email, you're selling one of their products. So let's say your client sells hats, shoes, and shirts. Somebody signs up for their email list. Five days later, you sell them a hat. Five days after that, you sell them some shoes. Five days after that, you sell them a shirt. You can see now where in a product launch, you can only sell a shirt, and you may sell a ton of shirts, but with an autoresponder drip campaign, you're selling three of their products. And so, if you do the math, it ends up being a bigger ROI for your client. Because if you just sell more stuff to people, more people will buy stuff and your numbers go up. Very, very simple math. The cool thing about autoresponders, at least for me, is that one, they can be very long. So when I worked with Brendan Burchard, we would, um, you know, he would build his autoresponders, he calls them OVO sequence, offer value offer, and some of his sequences are more than a year long, which is 52 weeks worth of emails, which is, if you were to hire that out, that's a lot of emails. (laughs) You know, it could be close to 200, 250, 300 emails. So at 100, even at $150 a pop, Right, You land an autoresponder gig with a client and you've got work for a very, very long time and it's very profitable work. Now again, who stands to benefit from this kind of email? Well, basically anybody who sells anything online. Specifically, though, it's people who have multiple offers. Okay, so... Typically, when you're doing autoresponder campaigns for people, you're working with clients who have, A, tested and proven their product. They know it sells. They just want to sell it all the time instead of every once in a while when they do a product launch. And two, they get email marketing, right? If somebody's talking to you about an autoresponder campaign and they know, like, geez, you know, if I just set this up and run people through it, I'm going to make a lot more money. When you have that at play or you have that in play, that knowledge set, these kinds of clients are very enjoyable to work with because they're often way more established and way more knowledgeable in that they can appreciate what you bring to the table more because they know how valuable it is. They know they get the concept and the understanding of 
oh, I can hire someone, and this is very important, please listen to this, I can hire someone to create for me an automated long-term selling asset in my company. So what I love about doing autoresponders for clients is that when I build them, it's like building a salesperson that never sleeps, never asks for vacation, (laughs) never asks for a raise, and all they have to do is pay me the one time to build it, and then the client gets to keep it and use it for years and years to come. So this is another shift that a lot of freelancers uh, would benefit from, from, from making in their business. So a lot of freelancers, they work on one-off projects, right? So they'll do something and whatever it is that they're offering, the client will use it one time and then never use it again. When you can be a freelancer who, when people hire you, you're building them something that is an asset that they can use again and again and again in a long term, uh, you know, they can use it for years. When that happens and when you make that adjustment uh, to your service offerings, what you'll find is A, you can charge higher prices because you're not just charging for what you're going to do today, you're charging for the fact that they have basically ordered a long term sales asset from you. Right, And you can just make the argument of, okay, we'll go hire a salesperson to try to replicate the number of sales I'll be able to make for you and pay that salesperson, deal with managing the sales, and et cetera, et cetera. Right? So there's a whole long process. It's very easy to make the case for why an autoresponder is significantly cheaper than hiring a salesperson. So when you make that adjustment, and autoresponder drip campaigns are one of the ways that you can do that as a service offering, then you'll find that your quality of client changes because these are people who think long-term, right? They're not constantly worried about cash flow. They're not constantly stressed out about everything. So it's very, very, uh, uh, it's a good shift to be in. But again, the types of clients that you'll work with here are more generalized. So product launches, generalized, meaning pretty much anybody who has something to sell. Autoresponder, pretty much anybody who has something to sell. As long as they can sell it online. Okay, next discipline is the email newsletter. Now, email newsletter is a little bit different than, say, the daily email. It's certainly not an autoresponder campaign. It's definitely not a product launch. The email newsletter is often for professional firms. That's where I found the the most, basically, not luck, but... I found that professional firms have the biggest ROI with these types of things. They're an email that you might send out twice a month, once a week. Some only even send it out once a month, which I wouldn't recommend. But the purpose of an email newsletter is it's really for the professional organization. Lawyers, doctors, um, financial services. And what they are trying to do is approach their selling process from, I don't even really have a good word for it, but it's basically impress that like it's a sales process that's based on just being very impressive, right? So it's a sale, an email newsletter is something like, here's what we accomplished with our clients this week. And, and here's something that's going on. It's, it's very, let us tell you about ourselves. Here's some content updates. Isn't that wonderful? We just wanted to stay in touch with you. Now, the reason that the email newsletter is, let's say, different than an autoresponder campaign, although you could create an autoresponder campaign of newsletters, but the email newsletter, when focused on the professional services, uh, professional individuals, typically what we really mean is anybody who has a long sales cycle. Okay, now what does that mean? Let's say that you are working with an attorney and this attorney works with, they're a corporate attorney, okay? So they're a corporate attorney that, I don't know what kind of services they would offer, but they they prefer to work with companies doing $5 million a year or more, $10 million a year or more. And so they have this mechanism out there where they're building this email list. Well, in that world, 
you they they don't hire attorneys like with a snap judgment especially let's say that your attorney is requires a quarter million dollar per year retainer for every single one of those clients well that sales cycle because of the complexity of the offer because of how much it costs to run like to 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 hire that attorney it takes more than a couple of emails to hire well one way you could approach that like let's say it takes on average three to six months to for your attorney to close someone from first impression to a signed deal right because maybe there's paperwork and there's all sorts of stuff that well one way you could do that is you could just if somebody's on the email list you just hammer them to death right and i think you and i know intuitively that probably isn't going to work right so intuitively uh hammering someone to death over the head in a professional style is probably going to be a turnoff well, the, on, the, on the flip side, if you don't keep someone's attention, they'll forget about you and they might go find another attorney. So there's this weird thing in the higher level, like professional services or oftentimes really, really, really big agencies who close like a million dollar a year marketing uh, contracts or, you know, like the really big contract level stuff there's this weird problem that you have. You need to keep their attention, but you don't want to sound desperate, and you also don't want to like turn them off by being overly salesy. Enter the email newsletter. It is that perfect balance of let me stay in touch, let me stay current, let me stay relevant, let me stay on what's called top of mind, so you're always thinking about me when you're considering when are we gonna hire this attorney, when are we gonna hire this big, huge marketing firm for this really, really big contract, but I'm doing it in such a way that you actually enjoy opening the emails, it doesn't feel smarmy, and because of that, your trust in me grows. That's the email newsletter. Now here's what's amazing about email newsletters. You build an autoresponder campaign, for 80% of the clients that you're gonna work with, it's like 150 to $300 an email. An email newsletter, however, because you price based off value, right? You, when you, we could do a whole thing on pricing, but you price based off value, not based off how long it takes you to do something. That's the employee mindset. You gotta be the business owner mindset, which is I price my services based off of how much value it's gonna bring to the individual. Because these contracts are so big and these people stand to really make so much money, the email newsletter typically starts at $500 an email. Now, you get less of them per client, right? Because these clients, maybe they'll send for a week, a month at most. Whereas a product launch person, they want 21 emails in seven days, right? Like totally different dynamic, totally different vibe, totally different style of writing. In the email academy program that we're launching, we'll, we'll teach you the differences and you know why one is... is, is uh, the, why one is shaped the way what psychology is going into play. But with the email newsletter, $500 an email, you get fewer of them per client, but it's $500 an email. So you don't need too many clients. Also, email newsletters, they tend to take a little bit longer because part of that process of creating an email newsletter is gathering information from the company. Whereas for, let's say, a product launch, as long as you have a copy of the webinar they're going to run, you don't have to talk to anybody, right? Whereas an email newsletter, you might do interviews, you might find spotlights, you might figure out what, what cool things are happening in the company. But again, price per email starts at 500 So that's something to consider if you enjoy working with professionals, if you like doing less work, but maybe more... Uh, you know, you like the idea of doing fewer emails, but deeper. So that's, uh, that's uh, email newsletters. Next is my favorite, which is the daily email. The daily email is something that I learned many, 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 many years ago uh, at the very beginning of my uh, career. Learned it first from Ken McCarthy, who is one of the fathers of, you know, the founding fathers of, of internet marketing. He was talking about internet marketing when Steve Jobs and Bill Gates both thought that the internet was going to just be a fad. Uh, so he's been around for a very, very long time. He first started talking about the daily email. 
I love the daily email. I love doing it. I love being on daily emails. It's just one of my favorite things. And the reason that I love it is because when it's done correctly, it is, in my opinion, one of the best ways to build a legitimate, authentic, and value-based relationship with potential customers. So let me give you an example. Most people think that when you write an email, it has to be like just a spammy sales email, right? That the only purpose of an email is to sell, 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 sell. Well, the daily email has a very different purpose. The daily email's purpose is to build trust and to build a relationship. So the the structure of the email is different. The content that you deliver in the email is different. You can still offer a very soft call to action, something like, hey, I hope you enjoyed today's email. If you'd like, I have this for sale. Or if you'd like more information on this, I have this. If you want, I can actually do this for you, right, if you're offering a service. So you have these soft calls to action, but primarily the purpose of the email is to create and add value. Now, these are, in my opinion, the golden standard for email copywriting contracts. Typically, a beginner will get a contract with a client to write their daily emails. And they'll get paid $3,000 a month, $4,000 a month, $5,000 a month. These are sort of the beginner level, okay, to write the daily email. So what they do is they have to, I mean, they have to write 20 emails a month, but they get a lot of flexibility because the client basically says, look, you just need to add value. Here's what we're trying to sell. You come up with the topics. It's a mix between content and selling in an email. You just deliver it to people's inbox. Doesn't matter what the medium is, whether it's a blog post or a social media, same psychology, we're just doing this in the inbox. But what's cool about this, so first off, it's a retainer, right? So it's a consistent three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 a month because the daily email goes on forever and ever and ever and ever. It's just you're the basically the chief salesperson uh, selling to the email list every single day through a value-first approach. But you get this monthly retainer, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 a month. And then when the client says, you know what, I want to do a product launch, then guess who they're going to give that product launch 14, 10, 21 email contract to? You. The client says, hey, can I, we need an autoresponder. Who do you think they're going to give it? The daily email as a contract is the foot in the door to become the, quote unquote, the copywriter for the business. Pretty soon, they'll start asking you to do sales letters and can you write the webinar and can you and can you i have a really good friend peter mantello some of you know him he's a coach in our programs i've worked with him for years and years and years he's an amazing copywriter he has a daily email contract where he gets paid twelve thousand dollars a month to do the daily email and then whatever else he wants to do plus i think he gets a little bit of a percentage on on sales so let me give you an example He's built up trust over time. He didn't get paid $12,000 a month straight out the gates. He did his daily email. And then he started making suggestions because he gained trust by making sales through the daily email and doing a really good job of offering value. And he's writing in a topic that he's very passionate about. He loves writing about it. It's in health and fitness. He used to be a cross-country, a college a cross-country coach. So he loves his health and fitness stuff. So he's basically just getting paid to read books and, and learn things and, and write these emails. And, he, and he's making sales and he's doing a really, really good job. And then he came to the client. He's like, hey, you know, I saw this. I was talking with someone or some whatever, and I saw this idea on doing this kind of product launch thing. Do you think we could do that? And the client said, well, I guess. I mean, I don't really see why we shouldn't try. And so he wrote the product launch emails. Because he had his foot in the door with the daily emails, he had the trust from the client to be able to say, okay, great. Yeah, let's try this other thing. They did it again. Hey, you know, there's this, this kind of idea. Would you mind if I... And they did it again and he did it again. And to the point where the client was like, here, why don't we just give you a big $12,000 a month, uh, whatever, retainer, plus I think he gets a few points off the back end, and you just do whatever you want. <laughs> we trust you. We love what you're doing for us. And that 
That's the same way that I landed some of my bigger clients. So the, the biggest retainer I've ever had was $16,000 a month. That's exactly what I did. I was first hired to write. In my case, I was first hired to write product launch emails. I did a product launch. It did really, really well. Then they said, would you like to write the daily email? And I wrote the daily email and then I just started saying, hey, let's try this. Hey, let's try this. And then I ended up getting to a $16,000 a month retainer where I was really overseeing a lot of the digital marketing that they were doing. It started with email. And the daily email is a really good contract to secure to start that process. Now, who does daily emails? For the most part, I will say the companies that stand to gain the most from a daily email are those companies where a personal connection to the head of the company or a personality in the company is so important. So any sort of celebrity style brand or business. That would include things like coaching. So a relationship coach or a financial coach or a health coach, uh, maybe a nutritionist. So this is called the expert business. So anybody who is positioning them as an, themselves as an expert wants to build a personal relationship with these customers and then is trying to sell anything from books to programs to coaching to consulting. All the authors in nonfiction would benefit from the daily email. And you may say, oh my gosh, only scammers, only internet marketers use daily email. That's not true. Look at Seth Godin. Seth Godin has been doing a form of the daily email for as long as he's been around. And what a lot of people don't understand is that Seth Godin was also a pioneer in email marketing. Like before Squidoo, before all those other things, like he was one of the first core people in building the software to run automated emails and building autoresponders and things like that. Like he's, he is a pioneer in email. So he got it long time ago that if you want to have a relationship with somebody, frequency is important, right? Your best friends are people you spend a lot of time with. So send out. Now the way that Seth does it is he, he sends it out as a blog post and then also sends it to his email list, right? So again, it doesn't matter the form, whether you're sending it via social or whether you're sending it via whatever, the psychological principles remain the same. And when you can do that for clients, one of the things that I do, and, and you, know, you need to be trained before you say this, so don't just go out there saying it, but typically when I come into a business and they're not doing the daily email, I will typically double their sales just by doing a daily email. You look at the very famous people right now, the Grant Cardone, the Gary Vaynerchuks, the people who are producing a ton of content on video, it's the same exact principle. They're posting every day, they're trying to add value, and what's the result? People love them. So when they go to sell stuff, whether you agree with them or not, right? Like it, it doesn't matter whether you love them, people love them, enough people love them because they consistently add that value that whenever they want to sell stuff, they sell a lot of it. They can do things that other people can't do. So for example, Grant Cardone teamed up with Frank Kern to do the Cardone Kern um, done for you stuff. And one of the interesting things is to sell some of their uh, products, their intent-based banding product, they held a webinar, which is very common to do. You hold a webinar, you sell a product at the end of it. But here's what's very interesting. They charged people, I think it was like $60, to watch the webinar where they sold them the program. You cannot do that unless you have an incredible uh, trust mechanism built in. Now, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a good tactic to use. I'm just telling you what the power of that is. When everybody else has to do it for free, when you have a, that much trust built up and you have that much uh, uh, relationship capital that you don't even have to 
give your sales presentations away for free, that's worth taking note of and figuring out why is that happening and how can I do that for my business. So I'm gonna take a second here and, and the email academy program is gonna teach you how to do all of these emails, especially the, the, um, the daily email. I'm also going to go really deep into the daily email because I know a lot of people in the No Pants program, or sorry, the No Pants project, the world, our universe, I tell you, go build an email list and email it daily. I want for you to be able to do that exact thing, right? Man, I'm not saying go do a, do a webinar and, and charge for it, knowing that you're going to sell something at the end of it, but that should be the connection you have with your audience from an email list that you own and create. Because with an email list, you can grow it 24 hours a day, and as you email it every single day, the relationship grows to the point where in my business right now, when somebody comes to me after having been on a, on a daily email, when they come to me in my freelancing business and they say, uh, I'd like to work with you, what happens is they've already, they're, they're, they're like 80% of the way there, 90% of the way. They know what I'm selling. They know how much I'm selling it for. They've already decided whether it's going to work for them or not. Uh, they already trust me. They already know me. Sometimes it's kind of a little bit weird because they know me way more than I know who they are, right? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'm so excited to be working with you. And, and I'm sort of like, well, I don't know. Well, let's see who you are first, right? That's how my freelancing business runs. It runs because of the daily email. Same with the No Pants Project. Now, I have to tell you, I haven't been as good recently in the No Pants Project on daily emails as I have been in my freelancing business. And that's simply because just the No Pants Project is just, it's not my main business. So when I'm sitting down writing daily emails for all my different businesses, unfortunately, the No Pants Project gets the short end of the stick sometimes. However, even that being said, as often as I have been able to frequently mail that company, uh, we have, I feel, strong relationships with the people who are in our company. And you compare that to say something like a Ty Lopez, uh, who is also in this sort of vertical of helping people start an online business, and it's very different. It's a very different dynamic. I feel like I could invite my customers over to my house and to have dinner or you know, hang out and have a coffee or something in Portland, and that's because of the daily frequency. So. As a business, um, and the clients you'll get, coaching clients, expert clients, you will find that not everybody gets the daily email, which is actually a good thing. Because with the daily email, one of the things that happens is when you tell people that's what you offer, one of the things that they do is they make a judgment call. And their answer to whether or not they would do a daily email on their business tells you everything you need to know about them as a business person. People who, once you explain it, and in the email academy, I'll teach you how to explain it and how to pitch it and stuff. But once you explain it, if somebody comes back and says, no, that's not for us, here's what you know. A, they don't believe that they need a relationship with someone before they sell them something. B, they don't believe in selling stuff. And C, the only advertising they think works is the annoying spammy advertising. Okay? And if those are the core beliefs of that company, then they're probably a dying company because those are old beliefs. That's how you used to market. You'd buy a yellow page ad. You'd put stuff up on the, um, oh, what are those called? Those, those like uh, billboards on the side of a highway. You would cold call people. Like those are old ways of marketing. The new ways of marketing is relationship, value, and awareness. Constantly letting people know what you have for sale. And it's okay if you offer value to, be, to do that. So, I like using the daily email almost like a filter for making sure I'm working with people who are on the up and up or you know they're, they're 
They're growing, not dying because they're holding on to old beliefs. So yes, a lot of people will say no, and thankfully, that tells you everything you need to know about them as a company. All right, so that's number four of the the main disciplines. The last one is B2B email. This one's really, really fun, especially if you like working with professionals, especially if you enjoy, uh, you know, just the world of business. Uh, Business, business, business. That's uh, from one of those Lego movies uh, that we watch at my house all the time. But basically, uh, B2B emails are the emails that are crafted for large negotiations or big deal communications. Let me give you an example. Um, and yes, these people will hire these emails out, okay? And they're, again, these are $400, $500, $600 emails. Let's say that you have a company that runs a software as service uh, business, meaning what they do is they sell like some kind of accounting software that's like $10,000 a month when they go to these big corporations and and you know have the whole team jump on the software and etc. So, again, you have another scenario where it's a very big contract. Often how these deals get done is you have the chief salesperson just CMO, it might be, or it might be an outreach person, or the the way that it's organized in the organization, there's lots of different ways that they do it. Maybe the CEO themselves reaches out directly. But what they do is they need these e- they need emails crafted that they can send to other C-suite level individuals, meaning like owner to owner, uh, CMO to CMO, CFO to CFO, high level deal making emails. And most of these people who are in this position want a good job to be done on these emails because A, they're probably not themselves writers, right? They, they maybe got into sales because they enjoy talking to people, but they're nervous about writing an email. But B, they want to have an email that when they use it one time, they can use it again and again. So if it works in reaching out to Nike, they want to use that same email to reach out to to. Uh, Columbia, to REI, to whoever else they're going to reach out to, Adidas, Puma, whatever. And so they'll hire email copywriters. Now, this is really, really cool because, again, it's one of those situations where if you are if you like the more professional, you don't necessarily want to work with coaches, you don't necessarily want to do the internet marketing thing, but you just want to work with people who get high-level deals done This is similar in scenario to the daily email in terms of it being a foot in the door for that kind of client. So the daily email will get your foot in the door with e-commerce companies and coaches and experts. The B2B email, while it's not daily, it is one-off, but it's a one-off asset like we've been talking about. Uh, you know, you might have an intro email and then a couple of follow-up emails that you write because it's so quick to results, you're going to be like, they're going to see you as a talent asset. They're going to be like, oh man, that writer, we need to, we need to get her to write some more for us because that, that one definitely worked. Yeah. Give her a call. And then you're able to, with these very big budgets, make other recommendations. So let me give you a a very interesting idea. I don't know that necessarily everyone should go do this, but let's say that actually what you want to be doing is helping companies build sales teams. Like that's what you love to do. And let's say that you're having a hard time convincing people that you can be trusted to build a sales team. Well, what you need is you need a foot in the door. That's why I love emails that it's, it's a foot in the door in so many different ways. So what you could do is you could go out and write these B2B where they just have to pay you 500. It's a low test, right? You write the email and they're like, oh my gosh, this person clearly understands the concept of sales. You build up this relationship and then you say, hey, you guys are getting a lot of demand and interest from these lead generating B2B emails that I've written for you. Would you like me to put together a sales team to handle all the leads? Now you've gone from 
$500 emails every once in a while to $5,000 a month contracts, consulting contracts, 10,000. The point is email is the foot in the door for a lot of other stuff. So even if you, and I probably should have put this at the beginning of the training, right? But even if you don't think you want to be a full-time email copywriter, learning the skill of email can be in so many ways a way for you to get quick results for clients, to prove that you are an asset worth keeping around, and then to open up that trust barrier to then sell hard to sell things, hard to sell services, services that you might not otherwise have access to. So those are the five disciplines, product launch, autoresponder campaigns, drip campaigns, email newsletters, daily emails, and B2B sales uh, emails. Over the next few days, we're going to be uh, opening and doing a product launch. So just a couple days, we're going to keep it open. Our email academy program. I'm going to take you through all five of these, plus a few other ones that we didn't talk about. These are the five major ones. I'm going to teach you how to get clients for each of them. And then I'm also going to show you how to write the emails so that you do get the results for the clients that you land. And we'll talk about a bunch of other cool stuff, uh, things like the, the transition that I talked about. How do you turn this into a, a big income? How do you turn off, you know, once you get your foot in the door, what do you do next? Things like that. All right, so keep an eye out for your, in the inbox and on social media, we'll be talking about the email academy the next couple of days. If you are watching or listening to this, you know, a year down the road or something, uh, shoot us an email and see if the program is open, help at the nopantsproject.com. It may be in the vault. It may be open when you reach out, but it's worth a, worth a ping just to see what we've got going on with that program. All right, my dear friends, that's it. I Hopefully this has been helpful for you. How to become an email copywriter. Keep your eye out for the email academy that's happening this week, and I will see you in the next episode.